He is a man on a mission. With a mandate to raise generational leaders. Called to set in order the things that are out of order. And to bring leadership development, human capacity building, and wealth creation to all. Welcome to Maximizing Destiny with Dr. Michael Hutton Wood from the House of Judah, the Leadership Factory, raising generational leaders, impacting the nations. And now, here is Dr. Michael Hutton Wood. This is our month of discipleship. Everybody say discipleship. Say it once again. Jesus said, go ye into all the world and make disciples. Now, who is a disciple? A disciple is a follower of Christ. A disciple is a follower of Christ. In every church, there are four kinds of people. Worshippers, those who are there to worship. There are members. That's those who graduate from just being worshippers to become members of the church. Then, number three, they are workers. Workers. So, people graduate. It's in levels. Everybody's blessing is based on their position and their placement within a church and within Christianity. So, worshippers, those who are there just to worship. And then those who graduate to become members of the church. Because you need a local church to be able to grow. The Bible says the fivefold ministry are there. The apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. They are there to mature the saints so they can live a successful, victorious Christian life. And then fulfill their kingdom vision and fulfill their personal vision. I'm teaching on vision at the moment every Saturday. And yesterday I gave them 10 different kinds of vision. I want to encourage every one of you to take time to be at the Saturday teachings. Um, We need supplementary teachings in addition to Sunday teachings. So you can grow spiritually, financially, your destiny, etc., etc., etc. So you need a local church to grow spiritually, physically. Mentally, financially, and every area so you can be the light of the world, the salt of the earth, city set on a hill, and fulfill God's mandate upon your life. So, worshippers, members, then workers. You graduate. Everybody must find something to do in the house of God. Bishop, in the pandemic, yes, in the pandemic. If you are able to come into the physical building, then find something to do in the physical building. But if you are not able to come to the physical building, one of the best ways you can do that is to share the messages. He said, go make disciples. Every week we are online holding all manner of programs, people watching from Some of the testimonies that are coming in are just mind-blowing. And the interaction of the people, including our members, is serious. This pandemic, one thing it has taught us is we were too, churches were too comfortable within the four walls. Because the, the opportunities are endless online. Only day I'm off is Tuesday. Every day I'm making disciples. 
raising leaders. My target is a thousand leaders this year. And I will see it come to pass. <laughs> Shout amen. People that we don't know. Because Jesus said, go make disciples. Another word for disciples is leaders. Listen. The number one thing this whole world is waiting for right now more than anything else are leaders. Generational leaders. Who are leaders? Problem solvers. Maybe sometimes we use the word leaders. A father is a leader. <laughs> a mother is a leader. A wife is a leader. Some of you husbands, if your wife didn't provide leadership in the kitchen, by now you'll, be, you'll lose weight. Everybody is a leader. Our children are leaders. When I see these children taking notes, that's a sign of leadership and good training. Are you with me? So, worshippers, so look at your neighbor and say, don't just remain a worshipper. Say, don't, remain, don't just remain a worshipper. Graduate to membership. But don't just stay there. Become a worker. So everyone watching online, both our precious members watching online and all our guests across the nation, the churches that you belong to, graduate to be a worker. Share the gospel. Share the messages online. Invite people to come online. Get involved. Comment. Get engaged. The more comments we put up there whilst you are taking notes, the more people get engaged. And invite many more people. You are working for God. You are doing the work of ministry. So pandemic or no pandemic, you are still serving. And God rewards service. Service. So this is a powerful key. So please take it. And I'm telling you, the blessings are endless. Then, after being a worker, you must graduate to be a follower of Christ. And the leader of your church. Hush. You know... Elijah asked Elijah, I want double the anointing on you, not double the anointing on God. I want the anointing on Jesus and on my leader, so I can do the things my leader does, sweatlessly. Amen. And then you can represent your leader also well. Shout amen. So, worshippers, members, workers, so everybody must find where they are. Their level. And where you are, workers are paid. Members attend. Members attend church. Workers are paid. <laughs> There's a vast difference between members of churches and workers. So let's graduate. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Um, and then to become followers of the vision, followers of the vision of your house which is based on the vision that God has given to that church. So, followers. So, another word for followers is disciples. And Jesus said, go make disciples. So, when you are inviting people to come online, or you are inviting people to come physically with you to the church, you are raising disciples. You are raising disciples. You are raising disciples. You are raising disciples. You are making disciples in line with Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 to 20. Shout Amen. Let me hear everybody say, worshippers, members, workers, followers, disciples, sons, ministers. Now, during this discipleship, I'm going to show you the difference between members and ministers. Now, ministers, not in title, ministers in function. We are all called to be ministers of reconciliation, bringing people to Christ and sustaining them in the kingdom. Are we here? So we'll be looking at all the members versus ministers or members or disciples. So 
That's the foundation of what we'll be doing. Discipleship. We are moving you from membership to discipleship. Everybody say membership to discipleship. See, membership gives you an identity with a church. But discipleship gives you a, far, a wider latitude to be able to influence people. You know, I was sitting down the other day, and I was speaking to myself, and I said, can you imagine if when I got born again, I stayed just a member of a church? Will we have this global vision? Imagine it. I mean, you see, I like sitting down and thinking. I do that a lot. Thinking. I have a thinking room like my spiritual father. I sit there and think and plan for my family, for our church members, for their future, for their finances, for those I'm called to globally. Thinking. Sit down. Think. Plan for your family. Watch certain trends and change some things. You will make it too. So, as part of the discipleship, today I'm looking at a key that you can't do without as a Christian. The subject today is how to live and win against all odds in a pandemic. How to live. How to, in this pandemic, there's a, before the pandemic, we lived in a certain way. Within this pandemic, the way we live has changed. One of the shocking things that I heard this week, which I'm, I want to start with, is I don't know why these my wristwatches keep coming up. Maybe the hand also has lost weight. Well, thank God for that. Isn't it? The hand is so if you have lost weight to extend that, your, this is the second wristwatch I've tried and it's come off. So clap for me, I'm trying. You take, okay, all right. Amen. I was surprised to discover, Minister Gabby. I thought, they said, when we go out, we may catch COVID. Statistics are coming in that people who are in, at home and have not gone anywhere have caught COVID. Where, where did they catch it? So, there must be something that we need to know to live by to whether we go out or come in, COVID cannot touch us. Amen. And that's the key I'm teaching all of us today and the whole world who cares to listen. There is, there's a way to live in this pandemic and after this, before the pandemic, in this pandemic and beyond the pandemic, there's a prescribed way God has designed for Christians to live that puts them above every endemic, pandemic or epidemic or any trouble or adversity. And that's what we're going to look at today. How to live and win against all us. Are you aware that people are making money in this pandemic? Look, the other day I sat there and I said, even people who sell masks are becoming rich. Mask on your face. Because everybody has to wear masks now. People are becoming more creative. Look at the new one. People are becoming more creative in this pandemic. I am sh- Before you put a mask on, you put this on. And then you put that one on. Can you imagine... The people who are breaking through in the midst of pandemic. My point is, your VC will not die in this pandemic. Your, I said, your VC will not die in this pandemic. How to live and win against all odds in a pandemic. And like I've always said, and like our fathers keep repeating, 
This is not the first pandemic. Read your Bible properly. Abraham was in a pandemic. Isaac was in a pandemic. Jacob was in a pandemic. Joseph was in a pandemic. Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abed, Negro. Everybody was in a pandemic. Even Jesus lived in a pandemic. But how did they win? That's what we are looking at. To combat all the changing news. It doesn't make sense to me how I am at home. I've been anywhere. Since January, and yet I caught COVID, I haven't been anywhere, like the Nigerians say, where? How did it come there? Gosh, I have come to the conclusion, I keep repeating it. Listen, only God can save us. Only the word can save us. Please clap for Jesus, not for me. Clap. They say don't go out. So okay, because if you go, particles or something will catch you. Or say every day to our working has changed. In our neighborhood where I live is predominantly white folk, and they respect, they greet each other. <laughs> when we are coming, everybody you see somebody coming, you 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 you, you divert without notice. And you say, sorry, thank you. Even our walking has changed. And the other day I sat down and I thought, when they this thing about B-A-M-E, this, this is my own personal humor, so you don't have to see it as funny. When they said the B-A-M-E people are more vulnerable to COVID and all that, when I started walking at that time, when I'm walking in town and white folks see me and they pass, I say, ah, they say it's the black people. They don't want, this, maybe it's these BAME people, they, they have the tendency to, 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 to spread it. So when they are dodging me, I used to think maybe it's because of BAME. I told you, you will not find it humorous. I found it. So when people are dodging, <laughs> there might be reason why they are dodging. Everybody to their own. To combat all the changing news from everywhere. And the thing just keeps changing. I mean, now they're telling us, don't travel. And when you come back, 10 days quarantine. And quarantine in a hotel, and you will pay. So, in other words, don't travel. Now, they are now beginning to say there's, there's going to be COVID passports. So, I'm not telling you bad news. I'm telling you the reason why. You need to listen to current news and then know how to live to be able to live above what you are hearing. So you need to know what you are saying. You come to your house and then do a test. And then you need to do another test. And then hold a certificate. So when you arrive in Ghana or everywhere, you show it. Then when you are coming back to you, you need to do another one. Then when you come 10 days in quarantine in a hotel before you see any family member of yours. So how do I stay sane? This is the key. Because you need to know how to live in this season. And stay sane. <laughs> and so, achieve your vision. So, are you ready for this? <laughs> okay. So, to combat all the changing news from everywhere, we need to know this key about how born-again Christians and believers live. You see, that's why you must grow into a disciple of Christ. Not just a member of a church. A member of a church does not give you victory. Being a Christian and a disciple, a disciple is a follower of the teachings of Christ. That's what will give you victory. 
It's not church attendance or identification with the church. That's not that is not what will give you victory. It is your being a follower of Christ. That is the teachings of Christ. Because what the world and circumstances obey are the teachings of Christ. So, if there's ever a day that you must be observe Colossians 3.16, let the word of God dwell in you richly, this is the season where you can sing psalms and spiritual songs in the midst of pandemic. So, listen, this is the way we live after we are saved, children or adults, everybody. This is the way we live or are supposed to live after we are saved as Jesus' disciples. The first thing we need to know and which will sustain us through our Christian journey is this key I'm about to put in your hand, pandemic or no pandemic. And watch this. Achievements and fulfillment in this life, listen, is dependent on the keys you have access to. Listen, the more keys you have access to, the more you achieve certain things. The keys, keys. Jesus said, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Listen, when you have keys, you have access to many doors. When you have one key, you have access to that particular door or gate. The more keys you have, the more access you have to certain doors and achievements and fulfillments in various areas. Am I talking to somebody in the house? So when you have keys to a door, you don't keep praying. You don't stand in front of your car door with a key and start praying, door open. No. You just use the key. So, this is the key to overcoming every adversity in life. So, write this down. Number one, before we got saved, we, all of us used to live by our five senses. I'm taking my time to teach because you, you, you need to understand how to live and win against all odds in this pandemic and beyond this pandemic. When you come to church, you must always live with something definite you must know and do to win. So, before we got saved, we all lived by our five senses. Everybody say five senses. The sense of sight, hearing, smelling, feeling, and tasting. Before you got born again, you are moved by what you feel. Move by what you see, move by what you hear, move by what you taste, and move by what you, 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 you smell. But after we were saved, we have to now live by God's word. A sixth sense is what we're going to talk about. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 4, for listen, man shall not live. See, before you got born again, you live by what you see and what you hear, circumstances, news, finances, everything out there. Now he said, the moment you got saved, man shall not live by bread alone or by the five senses, but by what they hear the word or read in the word. That is how you must be moved. That is what should rule your life now. Give Jesus a big clap offering, please. There is a way to live against all odds and you are breaking through, breaking through, breaking through, breaking through. I was listening to a man of God in Nigeria, Apostle Suleiman. He said, I've just bought my third jet. I've just bought my third private jet. Then his wife, his wife looked at him and said, Hey, the way we have suffered over the years, I didn't know life can be that sweet. Oh. In the pandemic, my, my spiritual father's church built 10,404 churches in lockdown. And this is what he said, like my father, the usual. You can't lock God down. You can't lock God down. You can't lock God down. Here's the good news. You can't lock believers who know their rights 
and are walking with this key, you can't lock them down. You can't lock our vision down. I'm achieving more in this lockdown <laughs> than before the lockdown. I listen to my spiritual father every day. Because who you listen to, you see, who you see determines who sees you. Who you hear determines who hears you. People are hearing me now because of who I hear. I listen to my spiritual father every Sunday morning before I preach. I listen to Pastor Matthew. I listen to Bishop Dark. I listen to Miles Monroe. During the week, I listen to all my mentors. And, and guess what I heard? My twin brother, I was listening to him last week. My twin brother, you see, these are the dreams I have. Hi, 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 hi. Work with kingdom dreamers. Three weeks ago, I looked at my wife and I said, I was talking to God. And I said, Father, give me money. I will build you a church. Give me money to build you a church in Ghana and the UK. Give me, just give me the money. I want to build you churches. Guess what my twin brother called? This three weeks ago, I prayed this prayer. You see, ay, 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 ay. My twin brother called me and said, I heard him, I was watching him on TV and he said, um, on the 31st of January, mommy and I are building this church, a new church building, a new 1,600 capacity church. They opened it last week. He and his wife bought the thing and built it. 1,600 capacity sitting church. Kingdom dream in a pandemic. You don't just need a personal dream. You need a kingdom dream too. Ay, 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 ay. Majority of my money goes to kingdom dreams. Gabby, I don't remember the last time I bought anything for myself. Every money I, I get, all I'm thinking of is church, kingdom, church, kingdom. Not that church is, is dying or crying. It is my dream to build God's kingdom. People like that cannot be killed by COVID. I'm too useful to God. You come to a place where you know that you know that you know that certain things just can't kill you, can't take you out. Because you are walking by this key, you are walking by faith. You are walking by the word of man shall not live. Listen, how can God kill you when you are fulfilling his dream? Is somebody thinking with me? How can God kill you prematurely when you are fulfilling his dream? That's why David said. When I'm in the grave, can I praise you? Can the dead praise you? Church, this is your best season. I said this is your best season. I think your club would have helped you. This is our best season to serve God. <laughs> See the good in the bad. Hmm. I was motivated by the gentleman who died, Miriam. The man, Sir Thomas More, has been in the army, done all kinds of things. Then when he hit 99, 98, 99, he had a dream. You see, I'm, I'm just trying to be a gentleman today. No, I'm, I'm, I, some of you can tell I'm trying. Ninety-eight, ninety-nine. He had a dream. Let me use my Zimmer or Zoma. Grandma used to have one. 
Zima frame to walk around my house and raise money for NHS. If a 99-year-old man has a dream at 99, rise up on your feet and scream. Ah! House of Judah, am I talking to you, House of Judah? Mama B, 99! Zama frame in his Zama frame in his house raised how much? Thirty million. I don't know if he's a believer or not a believer. Ninety nine. Hello, Elijah, Johanna, Haley, Yaya, Nana Boku kids. All the kids have to know junior kids. All the kids in the house. An old man, 99, has a dream. You! 30-year-old, 35-year-old, 40-year-old, 50-year-old. It is your season to dream again. Some of us have given up. Single ladies. Let me tell you something. The husband that is about to marry you in the lockdown, you have no idea. In the lockdown, in hiding, even in hiding, even in your home, they will locate you. Have a dream. Have a vision. Walk by faith, not by sight. Somebody scream. Don't tell me not to dream again. And you are asking me to slow down online. I'm sure some of you are surprised. Bishop, can you please sleep a little? Oh yeah, I'm balancing the equation. Yeah, I'm balancing power. Because I have 30 years to do what I need to do. Then after 90, I just relax. Hopefully, my wife said. Because she can tell this boy. You'll come up with something. The other day she looked at me and she said, I have noticed that you have, had, you have done a new flyer and you have added two new programs that you didn't tell me about. So I have hidden it. I haven't brought it out for anybody to see. Vision drives you. Vision is the reason why you wake up in the morning and don't say, I got up on the bad side of the bed. Vision will wake you up out of your bed. And this key of faith let you know all things are possible to them that believe in the God with whom all things are possible. Somebody scream and shout. Ay, 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 ay. Look at your neighbor and say, you can't stop me now. You can't stop me now. COVID cannot stop me. COVID cannot stop me. I'm walking by faith and not by sight. Young men, young women, dream again, oh, dream again. Don't give up on your dream. Pick it up. That's it. Set your family up. I can't stop talking about this. Please be seated. <laughs> Forgive me for being too excited. Ah, 99. Look. When you see me do those things, watch my spiritual father. He comes to a place and decides what I'm doing. 
I'm caught in spirit. Listen. An ordinary man recently, Thomas More, got an OBE, MBE. At the end of his life, his burial and his, his death was acknowledged. For 98 years, nobody knew this man. 99 years, catching a vision. Stepping out by faith. Who knew somebody would see him with his Zima frame? Who knew he st- stepped out by faith? And I, like I said, I don't know whether he's born again or not. If he was an unbeliever, he was a believer, and he stepped out by faith with Zima frame, you have been a believer since 1952. Pick up your Zima. Look at him and say, pick up your Zima. I know you don't use Zima, but you know what? Pick up your tools. Pick up your gifts. Pick up your talents. Pick up your potential. Pick it up and walk by faith. Businessmen and women are emerging from this church. Leaders are emerging from this ministry. Generational leaders of influence are rising up from here. Let me hear your amen three times. How to live and win against all odds in a pandemic. In a pandemic. The founder of Zoom is laughing. Streamyard, laughing. Social media networks, laughing. Because they are not moved by what they see. They are not moved by what they hear. They are moved by their vision. Faith. You will develop faith. You will become a disciple. (laughs) No wonder Jesus' mama said to the people, whatever he tells you to do, just do it. So, listen, take your clue from the word. All the news you hear, and all of us are, the, the, the news channels must do their job. They must tell you what they so do. We, are not, we don't have any qualms against them. But after you hear those news, actually no, before you hear bad news, have inside information from the word to know you live by faith and not by, there's a word you have heard before you heard what you heard. And that is what you govern your life by. You see, that's why when the, before, when the pandemic started, and from that day to now, I am the way I am. Because long before the pandemic, I lived in the world. And the Bible says, as he is. I'm going there, I'm going there. As he is, as Jesus is now in heaven, so are we on earth. So I must live the way Jesus lives in heaven on earth. In every seed is a forest. And in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born. What Leaders Are Raised is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged. They are just ignorant. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development. Leaders are not born. Millionaires are not born. Wealthy people are not born. They are made. You become what you want to be by the choices you make in life. You are not born rich. I mean, from your mother's womb, on your face, rich. System, rich. You may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face. You became rich by things you did. Or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. 
live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? Ordinary business, like everybody else, or the one that people travel far and near to look for. Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised in insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Available in paperback and on Kindle. Please call 0208-689-6010 or visit www.houseofjudah.org.uk and order your copy today.